Committed to it. Hey, turn yeah. me up in the headphones. <laughs> turn me up. It's an Eminem song, but it's literally five and a half minutes of the same beat and him going up. Need more snare. Need more snare. My my mix. <laughs> Fuck you, Dad. This is what happens when we actually know a release date is going to be close to a holiday, and we can execute it for once. Mm, yeah, because now we're down to the wire. Yeah, it almost didn't happen. Yeah, the wire. I loved the first season. Never seen it. Same. Just despite. It's good. It's good. Omar coming. It's a question. How do. Welcome back, lovely listeners, to the Disinformed Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm John. And I'm Michael. We're so happy to have you here. John, question. Oh, does this actually go on for five minutes? It does. As I said, this is why I'm going to punish you for not wanting to fade out the music at some point, because you're just going to have these jingle balls just slapping you right in the ear, pussy, for five whole minutes. That's fine. I'm looking at the wave, and I don't see an end in sight, and we're just going to fucking yeah, play it This is just going to play it where it lays. Michael is going to offer his lip warm-ups. I was going to say, yeah, you mentioned that you didn't do your mouth warm-ups. Oh, what's, well, what's your it's, mouth warm-up? it's literally just saying bowels over and over again. Bowels? Bowels. Bowels? So, if you didn't know, I don't pronounce words well. No. You're kidding. Exactly. Bullshit. Plot twist. You're a cunning linguist. Haha. No, I am not. Not by any stretch. So, I just say, like, syllables. I just try and say words over and over again. Warm-ups. Just like that. Just normal talking. That isn't as erotic as I hoped your mouth warm-ups would be. No, it's not like sucking noises or... You actually have a pretty sick flow with how this is played, you know? I'm naturally, like, in the a guy yeah. that does the I, I'm naturally a guy. Uh-huh. Standing in front of <laughs> Last a girl. Last time I checked. Begging you. Sounds like the brand of, like, soap that poor people use. Naturally a guy. <laughs> naturally a guy. Naturally. Sorry if you're a poor person, but if you're a poor person, you probably aren't listening. Because you don't have anything to listen to. Though. Using them purple essences. I guess. So yeah, we're we're almost there. Yeah, we are yeah. nearly to the tip. I hope you're ready. I'm I see not, you open up tabs. There's no tabs. I'm not gonna. Uh, we're not fading this out. We're doing this just out of spite. Yeah. Well, of I, course, just, because is... now that we're talking about it, if I were to fade it out earlier, then it would just be weird. It would be weird. Yeah. I also kind of gave you a seek into um, opening a certain tab. Oh yeah, mingling and jingling and jackalaboo. That was the beer. Mm. Welcome back. <laughs> uh, I think that marks the most obnoxious intro that we've ever had. Merry that's, Christmas, motherfuckers. That's, that's pretty I difficult. hope you all enjoy. That's straight up on like your mom's house podcast level of long intro. It was brought to us by Uncle Touchy. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> and he is overlooking at... Is that uh, Stephen Mac- Macleod? Well, it's Kevin Macleod. Kevin Macleod. Welcome Keeping. to Michael Pronounces Things. <laughs> Not. <laughs> the new corner of the podcast. Uh, I think we. this really is going to need to be a recurring segment, though, is we'll get Michael Pronounces Things for at least five minutes. Mm. I wouldn't mind. Homeopathy? That. Yes. Uh, it will be called uh, the cunning linguist section. <laughs> Ooh. 
Yeah. Uh, so I can't pronounce the YouTuber's name, but Michael, you'll know him. Was it Kurzgesagt? Oh, Kurzgesagt. 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 I was. No, that's a country. Yes. Well, Becky has recently fallen in love with the channel. Um, could you give Shane a pitch on like what that YouTube channel is about? Like so it's, it's animated videos, right? Yes, actually, you can see the listeners my phone can't. This is poor is podcast actually, quality because I support them on Patreon. Oh, it, that's really cool. So yeah. that's your bird? No, that is their bird. Michael literally I, just gave us the bird. Uh, I don't have. Uh, I don't it's pay for it. I think it's forty or something a month oh, in order to get gotcha. your own bird that gets killed in an episode or something. But anyway, because but, of this podcast, I accidentally appeared smart to my wife for the first time in our relationship. So that was oh, really cool. Uh, well, because you weren't smart didn't. because you married her. It just doesn't happen that way. I thought that I could collect the juices from her, uh, and it would trickle and make me smarter. I mean, you've been kind of like a fountain them. of youth kind of situation going on like i had a cup i was collecting anything that came off of her body for about a year and drinking it and i just watched gone girl yesterday so this image is (laughs) doesn't vivid for me right now i'm just waiting for her to be riding on top of you covered in your blood i mean i'm sure that's coming down at some point uh but she was watching some episode or there is an episode on homeopathy yes Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i in passing as i'm walking i was like the water remembers and she goes <gasps> she goes it's funny that you say that because it does and i was like i know yeah. i know everything there is to know about homeopathy yeah now you get to start doing like the simpsons did it to your wife basically oh, man disinformed did it i was like yeah you know that podcast i do that you say that you're gonna listen to but you're never going to mm. it's it's on there <laughs> see the true love is my girlfriend has listened to every episode twice getting there Oh my goodness! Yes. Wow. So That's... we listen to them together at some points. Ooh, yeah. We hold hands and marvel. That at just my feels brilliance. like past me cucking present me. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's actually an orgy. That's the closest I'm going to get to having a menage a trois that does not intimidate me. <laughs> it's like, oh, you like that guy? Yeah, he's funny, isn't it's he? You're kind of spit roast. Yeah, yeah. Yes, indeed. It's like I can look at me and be like, yeah, that's right. Um. Would so, I fuck me? I'd fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> I'd fuck me hard. Never understood jacking off in front of a mirror. That's a level of narcissist. Uh, narcissist. Yeah. I can't get no, hard no, no, otherwise. No, 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 no. Yeah, I trailed off. Um, so this is another loose form. Loose fit. Oh, It's a I steal from tell. last pod's terminology. What would you call it, Shane? You said something interesting in the... Uh, it's a melange. Or what was it? The pop culture uh, something? The pop culture paradise, yes. Oh my goodness. If we're talking about... Well, but that was literally something about you know pop culture so i think you know the the auditory melange will be what we'll throw in later on just because i'm hoity toity <laughs> i had to do it uh, michael is going lesson. to actively kill you so uh, okay well, he was bragging about in. how quickly he's been editing so i just want to yeah just <laughs> help him with that throw a wrench in that process well then. i wish it was um, shane that said that because then i could be like all right then you can edit this episode but since right. you don't have the technology to do I that. I am a poor person. That's, I, <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I have a couple things that are relevant. And since we're close to when these are going to publish, it's not going to be too far out. True. Um, yeah, we have so like we a week say, separation now. Do we want to so. say the day that we're recording this? I mean, I you can. Care. Okay, well, it's the 19th. It's of? The December in the year <laughs> of our Lord 2019. Well done. Okay. 
So um, we screwed up already in the last podcast by thinking this was going to take us into the yep. new year. I laughed the whole time I yeah, was like, Yeah, that. we're idiots. It's fine. <laughs> I don't know Can't what a count. calendar is. Yeah. I was skeptical. I do remember me you being... You were. Like, yeah. mm, but, you Congratulations, know... Congratulations, you were right for once. Mm, that's why I'm remembering it. Yeah. You drink water, a lot of water? Too. Yeah. I have to savor it. Uh, um, so I'm going to start by saying there's not going to be any lies, but... Bullshit. There will be a twist at the end of the episode. Ooh. All right, M. Night suck along. Exactly. Um, and it being the day after something historical... We could do low-hanging fruit and talk about it, but we're not going to talk about Trump and that fucking dumpster fire. We're just going to move past that because there's nothing that we could possibly say. Um, and like, I, there goes our and not I was on, being political on the oh, podcast. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was on Twitter all day yesterday, and I, I'm just done done mm-hmm. looking at it. So instead... You don't mean the let's greatest tribute up. to American intellect in the last 27 years? Exactly. Yeah. But yeah. let's go something adjacent. Uh, something interesting happened to me in the past week, and I told Shane about it already, but I figured I would share it, uh, with you, Michael. Mm-hmm. Um, something existed on Pornhub that I had no idea existed, and it ruined my entire life. You can actually watch <laughs> Donald Trump's daughter getting railed. Probably. Wait. For free. Oh, I love <laughs> I was like, what? Okay, so I don't remember what day it was, but I think it was in, within the past seven I'm days. you don't remember down to the, the moment. Well, so... As I'm sure you guys are aware, porn, watching porn is about like 70% of finding the video and 30% trying to last just long enough to see your favorite scene. Like, I don't ever really watch. Oh, man. I would Scrub. say I'm more about 90% finding and then 5% skipping ahead. Well, yeah. you haven't even seen a Star Trek movie, so this doesn't surprise me that you yeah. I have. I saw the one with the whales, okay? <laughs> Listen, I'm not trying to go deep cuts on deep cuts, okay? I've just... <laughs> oh no! I just want to hit the button. That's it. Oh, cool, like a monkey okay. with a morphine drip. I just I want to hit the button. <laughs> That's fair. You get one. Um, so anyway, I was uh, doing doing my dailies doing uh, my and finding the right video, and I finally found one that felt like the right fit from the thumbnail description. Also, Pornhub has really come along. Pun intended. Uh, no pun intended. Okay. Um, where now, like, if you hold the thumbnail mm-hmm. uh, of the it video, up. it'll, like, kind of, like, shoot you through. Because there's nothing worse than, like, looking at the thumbnail being like, this, this is going to be fucking great. And then getting into it and it just being horrific. 87-year-old Florida woman going, yeah, fuck me, daddy. Yeah, yeah like... <laughs> But somehow the thumbnails, like, they pulled her face back to, to, to like, pull all the wrinkles No, away. they just pulled a screen cap off somebody else's good porn and then <laughs> stick it on there. Slow Cosby deal with porn. Basically. Um, so I clicked into it. Everything's going great. And uh, the volume of my phone was turned down, so I was turning it up. And I was expecting to hear moaning. And I was expecting to hear anything. Maybe them talking. But descriptive audio was embedded onto the Pornhub video. So it was literally someone going, A pretty tall, blonde woman is approaching a door. She knocks. Someone opens the door. And I'm watching all of this happen. (laughs) Uh, And I'm not going to get into, like, what what it was like when they were fucking. Mm. But there's no way that I could come. It it was just too funny to come. A man aggressively gyrates his hips 
forward and backward. So there's only now forward. There's only one other thing I think porn related that's made me cry laugh that hard. So I'd say these probably my top two, and Shane knows this other one. Um, and this one is just wholesome. You can watch this again. No pun. Uh, you you can watch this whenever you want. If you're in a bad mood, it'll brighten your rate up. And it's fast forwarded blowjobs with audio. It just sounds like chipmunks gagging. <laughs> um, it's it's magnificent. Uh, to quote Tom Segura, you are the pig that your significant other allows you to be. And that's why I am the way I What's am. What's funny is our drummer, who has no sexual proclivities at all, is the one who... Didn't he introduce that to the, uh, the chat at one did. point? And yeah, he's like, you guys will like this. And just the sad fact, one, that he thinks so little of us, but two, that he was right. Yeah. Uh, just uh, deplorable. Anyway, that that felt like a nice little palate cleanser ah. off of getting, getting... Well, from... I have a little bit to derail us for five seconds because sure. I was thinking about this earlier on. And since this is a holiday episode and we are celebrating, you know, Festivus and, and the, the Krampus's reclamation of children. Merry coffee. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Merry Crampon. Uh, what are your favorite holiday films? Give me a top five. And I will give you a moment to think because this is, you know. Oh, I already got it. Die okay. Hard. All right. Then if, because holiday you films You can't just are... spit it out like that, son. I mean, you got to you know, wait your turn. This isn't porn. You can, he can finish whenever he wants to finish. Shannon, really? So he said Die Hard. Ah. Uh, my argument is that holiday films are in the eye of the beholder. Agreed. So you create your own traditions. Mm-hmm. So I have three. Okay. So we got the serious one, which is going to be Elf. I think Elf is like, I, I just have to have it. Um, is that a misnomer? The word Elf and Sirius was used in the same sentence? No. Yes? Maybe? I don't know. Uh, the other one um, is Filth, starring James McAvoy, well because done. that movie takes place around Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it has nothing to do with Christmas. But it reminds me of Christmas, or like the holiday season, every time I watch it. And then another one, and it's another... Sick and depraved-ish. Well, it is. Uh, Girl with a Dragon Tattoo always reminds... Or the American uh, version, the David Fincher, mm-hmm. uh, reminds me of Christmas because it came out in theaters around Christmas and yeah. the ad campaign uh, was, and I quote, the feel-bad movie of the holidays. Uh, so I have to... <laughs> I watch that movie. I watch all three of those movies every single holiday season. Okay. I thought it was going to be Salander Claus is coming to town. <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, do it, Michael. So Die Hard. Since we said uh, you didn't say Christmas, you said holidays. So Die Hard. Yeah. Um, Die Hard eight. is a Christmas movie. I, I don't yes. care what well, anybody no, says. No, it, it is. It is. It is literally like on Christmas Eve, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, duh. Yeah. Um, there was there was some sort of uh, tweet or something I saw that was reposted on Reddit because that's where I get all my information from. Yeah. It was like there's like three different types of uh, Christmas movies. Yeah. There's the action one like Die Hard and um, and then you have the the holiday the actual feel good one. Then you have the more the feel bad or horror right. or something like that. Like Black then, Christmas. Yeah, and then someone was trying to justify that Home Alone fit into the action Christmas. Kind of I mean, like, there are stunts uh, involved. Yeah, and I agreed. I thought it was true. Yeah. Um, that's, I can't, I I know my roommate's going to hate me for this, uh, for not remembering the He's title He's just going to hate you just to hate you, so Sorry. don't, don't um, worry about Eight Crazy Nights with Adam Sandler. Okay, well, uh, I, I don't actually, remember the last time I've seen that. I, I, I have not seen it. I've watched it the last so. two uh, Decembers uh, around Hanukkah. Um, I find it's, 
hilarious. I love it. Um, that what was the last one? Oh, and then Jingle All the Way because just Schwarzenegger oh, is just yeah. I love it. Call. I loved that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Turbo Man. Um, uh, if I'm throwing my hat in uh, Home Alone uh, easily in the top five, considering the money that's made, I also just watched it again. It's it holds up. I don't care. Uh, Scrooged. Is that uh, Bill Murray? Murray? Yeah, yes. mm. brilliant. Um, now here's where everybody laughs. Ernest saves Christmas because I mean I'm not going to laugh at you because yeah, I liked yeah. Ernest. Yeah, yeah, I mean I, all the Jim Varney films. I'm I'm all in. Uh, and then of course top two, Die Hard, Lethal Weapon. Because everyone forgets, Lethal Weapon also takes place during Christmas. They actually have mm. a fight in front of the Christmas tree when they're in the front yard. There's all the, the Christmas lights and everything uh, around there. So, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang should be in there too, or mm. any any Sean Black movie. Then that would be Shane, but Shane, Sean, Shane, whatever. This is the same name. I've Sean been suffering thinks. under this goddamn <laughs> yoke for years, and um, you just did it to him. How yeah, I did. Uh, I mentioned this at work the other day because I had thrown on Iron Man three, okay. uh, and that's Sean. You Sean Blacks. Yes. I said it. I'm doubling down. You're fired. Um, to which people are like, why are you putting on Iron Man 3? I was like, because it's December. And they're like, and? I was like, it's a Christmas movie now, because there's Christmas trees in it. Every so, Shane Black movie is Also, a you're Christmas drinking style. to excess at my bar at 11.30 a.m. You're going to do whatever the fuck I say you're going to do. <laughs> yeah. So you can That's finish that rule. out if with... you come into my bar the first hour that I'm open, you're my property. Legally. Okay. Yeah, I think it says that right behind uh, the taps. Yep. Yeah. It says that. The moment you take a sip. The moment it hits your lips. Welcome <laughs> to Tappers. Uh, so, thank um, you for letting me do, uh, sort of digress for a that's moment. That's great. I figured that would be fun, since um, we're actually in Christmas, and I just thought about it. So Now, I can read the article to you, or if this, uh, if I think, Shane, you don't have any relativity to this, from what I remember, Michael might. Probably so I can not. read this article, or we can just like kind of talk about because I saw it and it made me laugh. And then, uh, yeah, but there's a Vice article written by Justin uh, Caff here, and say it's Timberlake. visiting the vegan restaurant chain owned by a cult. I'm in uh, the Loving Hut. <laughs> so there's a location in Central. It's something it's I near... actually just watched on Pornhub last week. So. What, the Loving Hut. The Loving Hut. Yes, it's Jabba. Lovey the Hut. <laughs> Tit fucking somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I'll, we'll just paraphrase a little bit here, but uh, so they have 140 restaurants, Loving Hut. Um, people seem to love their food, yada, yada, not researching, fastest growing vegan franchise in the world. Wow. Are there um, any other other what? franchises? I believe so. Hmm. It's, you know, when you're not too busy garbling cowcock. Wow. Too bad I am. <laughs> it's Michael's high school nickname, Prove it. actually. Um, that was charged. I'm sorry. You deserve better than that. Yeah. Thank you. I accept your apology. Horsecock. <laughs> I partake in the horse flesh. Uh, <laughs> horse flesh? What are you, so in Middle Earth? glue. He, no, he I'm in Dark Tower. They say horse, fl- uh, th- 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 horse flesh flesh all the time they tend to mm-hmm. yeah and i'm gonna butcher your pronunciation on these names so I'll, I'll say it and then i'll spell it and you michael you can tell me if i got it right <laughs> got it uh so loving hut was created by supreme master shinghai uh spelling on that is c-h-i-n-g and then h-a-i shinghai 
Yeah. All right, cool. Sounds legit. She's a 66-year-old Vietnamese businesswoman. Uh, besides her restaurant empire, Shanghai, who was once called the Buddhist Martha by time, is the creator of a jewelry line, a clothing line, and the Quan Yin Method, a pseudo-religious philosophy with as many as 500,000 followers. And they wonder why the vegan restaurant is so popular. You probably haven't heard of Shanghai because she's pretty toothless as far as cults of personalities go. There have been no mass suicides under her name, and she's not squeezing her followers for every red cent. Instead, the Quan Yin method preaches preservation of life above all else. Other pillars include not telling lies, not taking that which is not offered, not drinking alcohol or doing drugs, and avoiding sexual misconduct, whatever that means. So she has some stake holding in goop. Yeah, yeah, okay. I think it's a Gwyneth Paltrow vehicle. If you I mean, it, it sounds like the two of them go hand in hand, or jade egg in jade egg. As long as there's no misconduct, then yes. Right, yeah. so essentially, if the satanic temple is just punk rock atheism, this is like the polar opposite of that. Like, they're, they're still basically atheists, is what it sounds like to me. Hmm. But they just can't. It's like Mormonism without the fun sci-fi story. I mean, the the fun sci-fi story doesn't really sell much of anything in their religion, I gotta tell you. Man, the stuff I you gotta sacrifice? Planet. Yeah, no, nah, I don't care. It's not worth it. It's not a worth it. I guess yeah. they don't specify the kind of planet. You could get a planet like Hoth or something like that. No yeah. wouldn't really be a little barren, cold. Speaking of Baron Cole, yeah. <laughs> or something with sand. This is one of the new Flash villains coming like out next sand. year. But anyway, if you want to know more about that, just go look it up. It's it's. I mean, listen, it's you can't not... taste racism. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And that <laughs> Clerks Two reference, everybody. That's there not Shane in his no, holiday lane. <laughs> I here's the thing. I am a fiend for pull quotes. So if you're not catching what I'm getting, throw it into your Google machine. It It'll exists pull up. Elsewhere. It does pull up. I promise. This is not just me being a hate tank. (laughs) That comes later. Um, I was too excited to get to the Loving Hunt cult that I didn't piggyback off of your holiday thing. Holiday books are a thing as well. Mm. Um, Again, holiday being what you define it as. Shane last year... For Christmas, gifted me Nosferatu by Joe Hill, mm, which is uh, very much a holiday book. Stephen King's son. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I know that much. I do know that. Um, yes. And when I re- I read it, I think in January, like January to February, like I like you take your time with it. Mm. Um, loved it so good. And Shane's right; like the whole thing takes. There's a lot of it's Christmas land is where this guy is taking children essentially mm. to feed off their innocence to live forever. Uh, you know, that old you know, you know, that old, yeah, chestnut. Mm. Um, Sorry to all of you watching this show right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I decided to reread it for the holiday, and it is definitely, like, I think every single December going forward, I'm just going to have to read it or listen to it. The narrator, Shane, for the audiobook makes it even more fun. Ooh. So I'd highly recommend doing that. All right, that. I'm going to have to dive in. Well. Um, and yeah, we're just... Chugging right along, but that's well, fine because they're loose fit and we have serious things to get to as well. So why don't we do your your sponsor or do it. 
that and then I think I only got like a couple more topics. A couple cool. more? Literally two two topics, but they're connected, so you don't know. It could, mm. well, could be I five see. minutes, could be ten minutes. You could be listening to this for the rest of your life. You don't know. I mean we can certainly hope so. I would probably yeah, no, I would die before eh, we finish. Alright, we're in Wallace. Yeah, yeah. So I gotta tell you folks, I'm exceedingly excited because as of right now, we are officially bringing you our first legitimate product endorsement, so brace for impact. What? Considering that all three horse... Horses? All three horses. Take seven. Horses. Considering all three whores, yes, yeah, all three of us. Considering all three hosts of the Disinformed Podcasts are bearded brethren, we are elated to bring you our first legitimate product endorsement, BadassBeardCare.com. I know it sounds like a plant. This thing actually exists, so get ready. If you are sick of having a scraggly thicket of misplaced pubic hair on your moneymaker, you need to give the Bounty of Beard Care products at Badass Beards a try. Their bevy of beard boosters help reduce itch and dandruff and allow you to soften and style your beard to tame your man mane. Featuring an array of scrumptious scents, their oils and balms will have even your closest confidants casually sniffing your face as you embrace. Badass Beards has over 30,000 five-star reviews, so you can rest assured that your beard is in the best of hands. And so to reward you marvelous beardy disinformed listeners, uh, you can receive a free trial pack containing a sample-sized beard oil, balm, and wash, or get 50% off any regularly priced products by using our referral code. This is long, so get ready. Get a pen handy. It is acoustic, period, rock, period, reject, 570 at checkout. So, badassbeardcare.com and use the code acoustic, period, rock, period, reject, 570 at checkout to get yourself a free trial pack or 50% off any regularly priced products. And let us know what you think, because I use these things on the daily. I love it to death. I will particularly endorse the ladies' man scent. Uh, the pirate is fantastic, because it's uh, basically rum and, like, bay leaves, and it's just Ooh. fantastic. So if you want to smell good, get a softer beard... I can make no higher recommendation than badassbeardcare.com. That's all well and fine, but that wasn't funny. You're not funny. <laughs> I don't complain. I'm still here every also, couple weeks. Did you weeks. mean autistic? Autistic? Or acoustic? Acoustic. <laughs> Are we playing acoustic, John? <laughs> okay. Are we playing acoustic? Sorry that this brought... We are. Uh... I've been spending a lot more time on Twitter oh, no. uh, since the last time we recorded, and it's Sorry. had both you know the positive and negative As effects on my life. Yeah. And one of them, there's there's uh, Shane Smith uh, retweets or likes enough fight Sean videos. Smith? Oh yeah, Sean Smith. Yeah, um, he retweets a lot of like real fight videos, okay. uh, or just like awkward exchanges. And there's one, and it literally because of a comment uh, made me cry. I it just took me just completely off, like, just got caught me off guard. So the video, it's uh, high schoolers in the computer lab, and from you see from the back this guy's playing what looks like Minecraft, and as the video starts, he suddenly pauses the game, he stands up, and he looks stereotypically nerdy. Like, just a... Pocket exact, protector. Exactly what yeah. you would think. 
and he walks around to the other aisle, and he's staring down at this other kid, and you can't see this kid's face, because the, the computer's in the way. So all you see is this guy pointing his finger down, saying, do that shit again, do that shit again. And everybody in the background's like, man, it's not a big deal, it's not a big deal, it's just a game. And he turns to the camera, and he's like, no, fuck you, that's not the point. And then he goes back to him, he goes, you're a son of a bitch! You're a son of a bitch! And it just, he just screams that for like 30 seconds. Underneath, the comment that got me was, uh, bro, I'm pretty sure he's acoustic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, that story is apropos. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I sound like I've been smoking like a half a pack a day right now, so bear with me. But uh, the joys of being in the holiday season when all yeah. the germs are catching. So, the only time, now I've never been in a fight in my life. Like, I have never had a fist fight with anybody. I've had some, Same. like, semi-altercations where yeah, I've had to, like, verbal. wrestle people. Uh, work in security, you just have to do random shit. But the only time I've ever struck another human being in rage was in a computer lab. Oh, my God. My senior year. Was I was senior, trying to get a report video. done before we went to Washington, D.C. for a choir concert. So this is how metal I was. Yeah. Uh, and I was really stressed, so I was trying to get this paper done, and I had, like, maybe 15 minutes before I needed to go. And there was a gentleman whose name was Jeff, but it was spelled G-Off, so everyone called him G-Off. Thank God. And he kind of was antagonizing me through the course of this whole thing, and I don't know what it was that, you know, spurred him kind of getting started. But I'm trying to type, I'm trying to keep my concentration, and this bastard keeps walking over, and he's just like, hey, hey, hey. And finally I got up, and I was like, please... Leave me alone. I need to get this done, and I'm I'm gonna finish, whether you want me to or not. That and would as be I, a chorus through your whole life. Exactly. <laughs> so as I sat down, apparently my shirt rode up a little bit, and he said the words that will live in infamy. I can see Shane's Haynes. I was out of the chair, and I slapped him dead in the face, <laughs> like open palm. Just completely planted him. He was on the floor crying and going, I'm going to sue you, man. And got up and stumbled his chubby ass out of the room. Do you think he kept that receipt? I hope so. <laughs> so yeah, essentially, you slapped the, the soul out of this poor boy. Basically, yes. And I have apologized subsequently. But yeah, that I have only ever lost my composure once. And that I like was the it. time. So uh, computer lab rage is a real thing, kids. Yeah. It happens. I've seen it. Um, <laughs> seen it, seen it, I yeah. lived it. Well, we've all been acoustic at some point. Yeah, it's not the point, John. You're a son of a bitch. <laughs> um, so I think where we uh, will we'll see it out, and meaning just that was too perfect to ignore. Yes, um, I'm gonna have a couple audio stabs in here because apparently there's an orgy happening in the next room. Sounds set hot. to holiday themes. Sounds hot. So. Mm -hmm. Um, Star Wars comes out tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Well, technically, it's probably, the first airing is probably happening right now. Um, and I've been seeing pre-reviews coming in. Not reading the full things, there's a lot mm. of, it's all spoiler-free right now, but the review embargo is officially lifted. Um, and it's hilarious to me, and I can't wait 
Shane in particular, I don't know. Michael, are you a Star Wars fan? Have you seen a Star Wars? I mean, I think I like Kirk more than Picard. <laughs> Son of a bitch. He's more seen like a star skirmish. <laughs> I follow prequel memes on Reddit because okay. I think that shit's hilarious. Well, if you could just throw in a couple, oh, damns, when Shane's given his hot takes. So at one point he saw Darth Vader bitch slap someone in a computer lab. That was basically <laughs> oh, what Michael's seen. Oh, shit! Um, so essentially, right now, I think, one, I'll preface this by saying, I think Rotten Tomatoes is a crock of shit. Okay. Um, I feel like it had the best of intentions when it was first a thing. Okay. And the longer that it's... The more that people backed it, like actual audience, in my opinion, the more mm-hmm. that people went to Rotten Tomatoes, the more and more corrupt I think Rotten Tomatoes has become. Because now you have studios that are buying out reviews. Guaranteed. It's not even... Like, I believe it. That's why review bombing happens on, on like the other Star Wars movies, some Marvel movies, and what have you. If there's a political charge or political motivation that they don't want this movie to succeed well in box office they pay for negative reviews. So if you can do that, then you can pay for positive ones too. Yeah, um, makes sense. So I think that, with that being said, currently Rotten Tomatoes has a critic score of 56% for, uh, what is it? Rise of Skywalker? Is that the sub? The Rise of Skywalker. Yeah, yeah. 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 Episode nine, um, whatever. However, when you're looking at like real, like let's like Twitter reactions to the movie, it's, it's also kind of down the middle, but it's not so, uh, aggressive, like, fuck that movie. It's mm. like, oh, well, that was forgettable, but not mm. offensive. Or you have people being like, yes, J.J. Abrams, this is a return, like, return to code to see this out. Um, and I just think it's hilarious that Star Wars fans just don't want to be fucking happy. Uh, because with... So the main complaint that I'm seeing about this conclusion is that they're saying that you could almost copy-paste it from Return of the Jedi. Which is the which is what J.J. Abrams games. did with oh, The Force yeah, Awakens. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But with The Force Awakens, the reviews were generally more than positive, saying that it was a breath of fresh air with a with a nod to nostalgia. Whereas now people are saying with Rise of Skywalker that he's hiding behind the concept. So what that tells me is that you have this fan base that gets really, really upset. If you change the status quo and you have a, a mid movie like Last Jedi, where it's like, no, we're 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 not doing that trope. We're we're gonna go away from that. It's still gonna be your franchise. It's still gonna be Star Wars, but we're gonna do things a little. We're gonna make a chase movie. We're gonna make a heist movie in space, and and that's what it's gonna be. And you have people boycott to the fact where they they then review bomb Solo. Which, if you've seen Solo, it's not worth the fucking hatred. That movie no. is so much fun. Mm. Um, and that's what the point of those movies are. Like, do you really think they're going to be nominated movies? No. No, they're supposed to make money. Like, it's the same reason for Transformers. Transformers isn't going to win any awards, but it's going to make a lot of money because it appeals to a larger audience. And if that's what they're doing with Star Wars, it makes sense. But, like, I definitely agree what you're saying. Like, you see that with nostalgia. Whenever you have an IP that's been going for a long time, there's um there's a YouTube channel that's been covering a lot of nostalgia. I think he's, uh, oh, it's not real life lore. It's, I can't remember. I'll probably, I'll put it in the show notes. Yeah. Um, but he talks a lot. He, he actually did a more recent episode on Pokemon and why it's gotten very bloated and it, why 
not a lot of people really liked uh, Sword and Shield and why there was a controversy over only half over having only half the total Pokedex, uh, yada, yada, yada. But there's a whole thing on nostalgia. And people always think, like, they always look at older movies, the stuff they like with rose-tinted glasses. Yeah. Like, I like the original trilogy. It was good, but it's not something I would say is, like, the all-time best movie of all. Like, nothing will compare to it. It was good. It was entertaining. But it's not something I would say, like, this should be the standard for everything. Like, Right. I thought Last Jedi was okay. I loved it. I, I mean, like... Shane, you're behind on this, aren't you? You have this weird look in your face. <clears throat> yeah, you would probably have a more... You, I wasn't trying know, to cut you, you off, no, but I no, see... No, you're fine. So I was going to start rambling, so Shane is good. essentially right now just... And maybe I'll take a picture of it uh, for for the Instagram, but Shane is essentially Mr. Wilson right now. And all I see are Shane's eyes over his pop filter, so I'm not seeing his <laughs> mouth or his nose or any... I'm not seeing anything. I'm just seeing his eyes like a shark. Like, <laughs> when he's ready to talk. <laughs> it's... Uh, the thing about... One... The J.J. Abrams being sort of heralded as being this brilliant filmmaker and auteur when he started is one. He'd already done the Star Trek films and he had endured all that vitriol. So going a little more closer to the source material for Star Wars, you're going, yeah, naturally, he's going to play a little bit closer to the vest there. Because I don't think he wants to endure another, you ruined my childhood. Right. But then... Uh, I I tend to I have a difficulty with the Last Jedi. We talked about this previously on one of the podcasts. It's just there are moments in it where it feels such a stark contrast to the way the characters are depicted previously. And yeah. we've already killed Han Solo in the first one. Spoilers for those of you who have yes. not seen Force Awakens. But I mean, so if you want to basically just kind of take and that's well, let's cast off all of the trappings of the old system and move forward, then they definitely did it, it with great aplomb. It's just some of the things I have difficulties with. Doesn't mean it's a bad film. I enjoyed it when I saw it. I feel like they pulled the taffy a little too much and some of the secondary plot lines were a yeah. little much. But yeah. uh, long story short, too bloody late. The other thing we're not taking into account here is that J.J. Abrams was really kind of other than Rogue One, the first Star Wars films that we got since the prequels. Yeah, right. And yep. if anyone wants There's to harken you back to what? those beautiful that was, days. Actually, I was going to say that as well. That's a brilliant point. Breath of Fresh Air, when you do, when you look at Episode 7 compared to the episode most three recent, or, yes, yeah. then when you look at Episode 9 compared to the decent Episode 7 and the okay Episode 8, then it's the relative perspective. I would still rank Last Jedi over... I think I would... Most... Here, it basically kills the prequels for me. I, I don't have I don't have a need to watch the prequels now that I have the the sequels. Yeah, the point I was Sir? attempting yeah. to make yeah. is I went back and attempted to watch Revenge of the Sith the other night. I got twenty minutes into that film it's and terrible. stopped it. It's fucking terrible. I couldn't get through Last it. Jedi. I can so. get through though, but but again, I come from. Can uh-huh. you get through Last Jedi? I skip scenes in Last Jedi. There are things I really like to see, particularly the fight in the, the throne, throne room. room is oh fantastic. my fuck, yeah. that's probably the so. best. Uh, fight sequences in, in that 
franchise. And it's yeah. the same thing I would say about, like, I really love moments in Phantom Menace. Same deal. Like, lightsaber duel, uh, when you get Darth Maul in there, I'm like, oh my god, this is fantastic. So you can sort of cherry pick your favorite moments. And I think ultimately that's what we need to get back to is, again, you don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. If you like parts of the story, just watch it. If you don't want to yeah. watch it, don't watch it. Pay with your wallet. And the same thing stands for the Rotten Tomatoes things. Like, I have never looked at anybody's metric to determine what I'm going to go watch. It's mostly sure. like, that concept intrigues me, I'll go watch it. Joker, oh, there's controversy surrounding it? Well, naturally, I'm going to go watch the film. I want to make my own yeah. opinion. Yeah. So Yeah, I think where it becomes problematic or where it becomes frustrating for me, and again, it, I, I had someone earlier today be like, hey, well, why don't you just like not let that affect you then? Like, why don't oh, you just not yeah. let... It, it was just... over. It was over a customer, and I was like, like, this customer annoys the fuck out of me okay. every single time. They don't do anything wrong, but they did something in the past couple of weeks where I got to kind of scold them and be like, hey, if you want to act like a child, we'll, we'll treat you like a child. Right. And I was telling this to a random passerby, and they're like, well, why do you let him affect you? He doesn't affect me. You know? But the, tie this in. Rotten Tomatoes, you have the people that just want to consume that metric or the analytics and then spout that off without mm. seeing the movie or letting that impact whether or not they want to go appreciate it or give it a shot. Right. Um, Cause I guarantee you could probably plug in like your top three favorite movies and they're not all going to be certified fresh on there at all. Yeah. Like it's, it's fucking stupid. Yeah. But let's keep this on Star Wars for a second. Cause this is the last thing that I have. And then I have that twist. Um, Taste is subjective before you really go oh, yeah, yeah, any yeah. for, for their fields of that is like the same thing stands in music. The things sure. that they tell you are listenable and marketable singles are, by and large, most of the time, not the sort of thing I want to listen sure. to. I want to listen to an album. I want deep cuts. I want the stuff that actually touches and resonates with me. Absolutely. So, to hell with whatever the corporate entity tells us is good and should be consumed. Down with the machine. Fight, man. <laughs> Fuck the man. I was totally going to like, boycott those Star Wars films because George Lucas is a mastermind and you've ruined... <laughs> His lasting said, legacy. Oh, yeah. I said, figure it out. That's what I said. I said, figure yes, it out. indeed. So, um, go. I did see, I don't know if it was a tweet, a Facebook post or whatever. So, if this is from anybody that listens, one of you 7,000 people that listen to the show. <laughs> a day. Um, someone asked a question and it kind of just, about the sequel trilogy. So you had J.J. Abrams on the first one. You have J.J. Abrams now closing it out. And he's saying that he's having to essentially like, he's not retconning, but he's kind of rectifying what's happened in The Last Jedi that he didn't have control over. So are you telling me, and this is the question, that they didn't have an outline for how they wanted their sequels to go? Because they have an out like George Lucas has an outline for how he would have done the sequels. So you're telling me that this just just mammoth of a corporation that they are just churning just nothing but profit and just they didn't write a general they didn't have just one core writer going hey so the first movie this needs to happen second this one thing needs to happen so that the third thing can happen in the final movie because that's usually what happens I mean, it, I, it depends uh, on what he wants to retcon. If it's little nitpicks here and there, then I can imagine like there's a general outline like characters will want to get from A to B uh -oh. in general. No, no. You're shaking uh, that, your head. Well, I'm shaking my head because that, no, that did not exist here. Oh, they it totally actually, oh, okay, told Ryan okay. Johnson, do whatever you want with it. And the reason yeah. being, if we want to get granular, 
Disney was taking a lot of hits at this point because Marvel was being micromanaged and they were being handed their keister because they had just released individuals from Ant-Man. Guardians was getting a lot of, you know, static. And they're saying, oh, these auteur filmmakers aren't allowed to do what they want to do because the big corporate entity Disney is controlling their property. Mm -hmm. So subsequently, again, trying to make money and do the best they can, they... Go to Ryan Johnson, who's been heralded as a brilliant filmmaker. And for those looking to see Knives Out, I've heard nothing but Marvelous Things. It, it, it looks it amazing. Good. Yeah. And yeah, I yeah, love yeah. Looper. Like, I'm a big fan of oh, Ryan Johnson. stuff. that was... Yeah. It's his I know he's done an episode stuff. of Breaking Bad or two. So, um, he is really excellent. So, to their credit, they said, do what you want with it. And J.J., also trying not to micromanage, saying, hey, I understand. We want to make a good movie here. Do what you want to. So, no, they didn't put handcuffs on at all. They said, tell the story you want to tell. So now what has happened is the reason they brought J.J. back in is that they saw the backlash, saw this other stuff going. So, basically, it's like, consider that you're serving a meal. And you're making a sandwich. And you put down turkey and mayonnaise and cheese and bacon. And you've got this sandwich started. And you're like, here, could you garnish this for me? And you ship it down to somebody and say, but do whatever you want. Make it your own sandwich. And they put peanut butter on it and slap that onto your turkey sandwich and then serve it. You're probably going to go and grab that piece of bread and say, can I get that peanut butter off of there before you serve that to somebody, please? Can you not make this shit? So yeah. I, that's kind of what the impression I get is that JJ's at least going, can you, you ruined some of my characters. Can I at least take this back a little bit? I just thought it was really funny. Uh, yeah. Because I, um, I took the night off tomorrow so that I could go see it on, on opening day. It was really... Uh, I've seen every single one of them on, on opening night. Wow. Um, since, Impressive. Since the new one. So I'm really sentimental about it. Uh, I'm really excited for it, too. Let's get to the twist. You saw me grinning like a fucking idiot while you're making your sandwich. Come on, man. Um, I sent a screenshot to our the chat because I saw our it chat. pop up. Yeah. Shane, do you do you want to re- describe or Michael? You can describe it, which whichever ones you guys want to do. Whoever gets there faster. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, for those listeners who don't understand why we are crackling. Here, we lost Michael. <laughs> so he just did Jack Nicholson 1989 Batman here. He actually did smash a mirror as <laughs> he was supposed to be looking at it. Uh, John sent us a screen cap of a list. The last bit being the special twist is, is he wrote a fucking outline. <laughs> so for the, there's a first time for everything. John was actually organized with uh, officially porn descripty audio. <laughs> Which yeah, I like. uh, yeah, I want to I want to read through them. So yeah. we have special twist and a show. Trump, loving hut, cult article, porn dis 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 audio. Yes. for a two holiday book A Star Wars reviewed. Why didn't they write an outline? And then special twist is I wrote a fucking outline. <laughs> so he is better organized than Disney <sighs> and J.J. Abrams. Oof. I I could have made I could have made the final move. Hiring you for episode ten. Bow down to the king. <laughs> yeah, uh, so that, that's all I got on the this one. hell noise was that? Woo-hoo. Mickey. Uh-huh. If that, that was Mickey Mouse, it, oh, sir, it, I am I, Indiana I fucking the, Jones. I was trying to do the South Park where he's like slapping the, was it the what's that? Ignorance. Ignorance. South Park. Ignorance. You better go back out there and make me some money, huh? I don't know. I don't fucking know. Leave me alone. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
I'm going to go kill myself if anybody wants to join me in the bathroom to sniff the rest of these Percocets. Asher will be over in five minutes. <laughs> He's already here. Well, I think that's going to be it for all of us here. We're only two hours into the recording session, so it's been a lot of fun. And uh, we hope you've enjoyed listening, because it's been a lot of fun for us to record this motherfucker. So, everybody... uh, Thank you, Sean. Enjoy the the remainder of the podcast here. Uh, For the Disinformed Fucking Podcast, I'm Sean. I'm John. And I'm... Yes. <laughs> now you're old Michael, you fucking oh, asshole. Oh, Michael. Thank you for coming. Don't worry, we'll clean it up. Happy Patty's Day, everybody. Pat my dick. <laughs> Ooh.